Hunger Games Fan Podcast, episode number seven. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome back to another episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we're here to cover even more of this fabulous story known as The Hunger Games. Today we're going to be covering chapters 13 and 14. And it's a little bit unique because Stephanie has read these chapters and I have simply listened to them. Oh, that's right. You didn't actually read them. No, I. and matter of fact, and I want to tell you, I really feel like, wow. I. You know what? Great story. Loved it. But to be honest with you, uh, there were many parts while the story was being read to me that I, would, I was thinking, wow, I really wish I wasn't listening to this because I would go back and I would probably think more. You know, I would actually, I would put longer pauses before I moved on to the next sentence to really just think about, think about it, the right. environment of what's going on in this story. Okay. And so sometimes I felt through chapter 13 and 14 that I felt rushed through the action and the pace of this story. By the reading. By the reading. Okay. You know, and then and, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, I tried to really get into <laughs> to audiobooks, but it's not, it's not it's my thing. I like to thing. stop yeah. and ponder. That is funny because when I was reading um, the Twilight Saga, mm-hmm. um, there came a point when you started listening to it. And so then I put it on my iPod in audio book and I thought that it read too slow. Really? <laughs> yes. That's funny. So I wonder what I would think listening to. Yeah, to I these. don't know. Uh, you know what? I'll tell, I'll tell you what, a couple things here real quick, starting starting off this episode. Um, on Twitter, I told you probably an episode or two back that somebody was like, well, you know, you're making such a big deal about Scholastic. Right. You know, but you know, Harry Potter, Harry, you know, right. Harry, you know, Harry Potter's produced by or uh, published, published by by um, Scholastic, Scholastic here right? in the States. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I didn't know that, but now I do. All right. <laughs> Many but, times over. Thank you for all of yes, those. Who which is not a big deal. <laughs> it's not a big deal. But, but with that being said, I'm like, okay, but I am justified in what I think about Scholastic. Okay. And, and the, and the idea of this being a kid's book. Okay. Because if you go to uh, Scholastic, which I've just pulled up, it's scholastic.com. Um, the, you know, you see things like, for example, uh, in the, uh, menu bar, you see teachers, parents, kids. All right. So right. It, it, it's very, it's like, okay, this reinforces my understanding of scholastic being for elementary kids. And, and that's what I'm thinking specifically mm-hmm. in my mind. And one of the big images here is book fairs, you know, it's like, a, um, book fairs. And then there's those scholastic book clubs are among the easiest and most affordable ways to find and order the books kids love. And so it, it's all kids, 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 right? And where's my phone? Because right I want to do something. I'm going to, can I, I'm going to pause this to okay. cue something up. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So I queued it up here. And when you are playing the, the audio book from this, all right, this is what you hear as soon as you hit play. This is audible kids. It's a kid introducing the kid book, right? I guess. All right. So I'm just saying, I mean, it, it it's, 
you know, it's scholastic. It's it's a kids book. It's a, it's it's kids and kids and kids. And so obviously, it's it's so not. And it, and it's funny because um, you know, we we've had tons of people in our community who are now reading these books because we've turned them onto it. And right. of course, which I think is fun. I, I I love that so many people are reading it. But uh, it is funny because one of my friends, his name is Howard, and uh, he has kids that are approximately, or a couple of kids that are the same age of our, as our kids. Right. And one of the things he says is, you know, hey, is this something that I can feel comfortable letting my nine-year-old, uh, my nine-year-old read? Right. And I said, well, Howard, you know, it's kind of different for, you know, from one parent to the next. Right. I personally don't have any problem with my nine-year-old reading it. He goes, fair enough. He goes, you know, what, you know, well, what, what is, is it is about it sexual content, violence? You know, what exactly? Is yeah, it? yeah. He says, is there sexual content? Is there violence? I said, well, as far as sex is concerned, I haven't seen any yet. Uh, you know, I haven't read anything about that yet. Um, and I don't think there is. But as far as violence, I don't know. Let's see. You've got 24 <laughs> kids uh, who are sent 12 to, to 18 who are between the ages of 12 to 18 years old who are thrown into an arena and and set to uh you know Battle fight to the death yeah, fight to the death i'd say there's just a little bit of violence a in little this bit movie. of violence right all right so he 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 got a giggle out of <laughs> he that because oh yeah i forgot that's the main plot point <laughs> so yeah there's a little violence just a little just a little all right so here we are chapter 13 Stephanie. Yes, chapter 13, she is running from the fire. Well, in cha- the end of chapter 12, I heard like stamping, you know, and stuff like that. A stampede, right? A stampede. And the stampede wasn't, uh, it wasn't the careers chasing. It was a bunch of animals. It was animals The running. fact is, is that, you know, the forest is on fire, you yep. know? And uh, one of the things we, we learn is that the fire, of course, is... Uh, game maker made. Right. Um, you know, I love this when, when she is, she's running, obviously she starts um, following the animals because she figures that their senses are better than hers, but they are soon too fast for her. And mm-hmm. she gets caught in the smoke and the heat. And she's like, the heat is horrible, but the smoke is worse and she can't breathe. And she actually at one point needs to stop and, and vomit. But um, when she says, when she starts to realize this is no accident. This is no tributes fire gone wrong. Yeah. You know, no way. This is, this is man-made. Yeah. And of this course, this is game maker. Made. Well, here's the deal. I mean, they've gone an entire day with no, no cannons. But, right. Which means nobody's died. Which, and of course, which means the audience in the Capitol could be growing bored. Exactly. Right? While the audience at home is growing a little hopeful. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, um, and so you can't let the audience go bored. But when she says somewhere, in a cool, spotless room sits a game maker in front of a set of controls with his finger on the trigger, ready to take my life at will, you know? And, and so it's just, it further, further, totally tells you, these people are sick. Yep. They're just, they're sick people. Yeah. And, um, and, and so she starts, she starts running for her life. One of the things that I noticed, you know, after the conversation we had in the last episode, as I was listening to this being read to me as I was out for a walk yesterday, um, I noticed there was a lot of talk about, you know, in the arena, the arena. And so I can understand where you were coming from okay. with you thinking this is a man-made. She, she keeps calling it an arena. And to me, an arena is an enclosed An enclosed space. space. No matter how vast in its distance it can be somewhere somehow it's still enclosed definitely enclosed but when i think of arena like there's like walls and gates and fences all the way around it of some sort but obviously we're talking futuristic and so they could Mm -hmm. the the 
the there was a invisible barrier keeping them on the roof of the right. the tribute right. tower and not not to be so confused there are with barriers Trump tower. There, so, right there are barriers there somewhere in some way exactly and so okay so, and and they and she said you know certain areas of the arena are rigged, are rigged for certain attacks little cannonball little yeah. uh cannons yeah. shooting out fireballs because now it's not just a fire they're shooting fireballs at yeah, me yeah this isn't just a fire and and the stampede of animals <laughs> and smoke they're, right. they're literally throwing flaming balls of fire uh, katniss the girl that was, was on, on fire. fire. And, and she's like, oh my gosh, I wonder if they're literally doing this because right. of, of Sina right. and the way that yeah. she came out on fire. And then she starts to think about how that might bother him because she's like, I do think he cares for me, mm-hmm. you know? And so, but she's running, 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 running and falls and... um. Well, she gets. She actually gets hit. Well, that's what, well. She falls, right? And and is she doesn't move fast enough. She doesn't get up and and move fast enough. And she a talks fireball about the hissing sound. The pss, well, like she like, can hear it fire. Like yeah. she can hear it shoot out. And um, or that's what I thought it was. And and a fireball skids across her leg. Yep. And and burns her calf. And then unthinkingly, she removes the burning fabric from her pants with her hands and so then she gets her hands burnt also right I'm like come on girl well i mean ah, I, but now i'm thinking okay running from the fire your leg and your hands are screaming in pain yep. and um and, and she's just there's one which is just fine if you want me finish me off now yep. this is the time it's like seriously. i'm done and of course, uh, we learned that in previous games, there have been times when the action was so slight that they actually, they the did. game makers actually do off right. the people. Just to keep the audience, you know, yeah, watching and, and interested. But um, they're, they're, the whole thing where she's like, I wonder if this, you know, if they're getting a laugh out of this because of Senna's costume in the beginning. And, and just maybe showing up na- naked would have been safer for me, yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. because she was so terrified of, of having... Um, now, when she she recalls, this gives us a you know a little bit more of a backstory about mom and how she once had a yeah. burn victim in the home and, right. and stuff like that. She's trying to think back. She's to like, what? I hate burns. Yeah, even even the slightest thing from yeah, you know, when you're when you're home and you and your furnace and they are when they're heated with cold, their burns are often you know, the case. Yeah. But she's always hated burns. And so she does recall this case of a minor who came in and, you know, the doctor had turned him away, said there is no hope. And, yeah. and she goes to work or her mom, um, and, and prim go to work on this man and she escapes. She can't take it, yeah. you know, and, um, and never has been able to, but I know I, you, the part where you, you kind of almost sense that she's taking it, or that she has taken it as as an insult when her mom says healers are born, they're not made. Right. You know, and that Prim has that same thing that her mom has. They're they're healers and and Katniss is not. Gotcha. Did, did you catch on to that? I did or not. not I, no? I, I, but you listened lost, to it. So that was lost on me while I was re- while it was being read. Okay, I kind of felt like she was. You know, that this is. This, I, I can't deal with this. That this is not who I am, and I've been told that this is not who I am. Right? Does that make sense to yep. you? Like, okay, okay. Because I know we tell our children a lot. You know, they'll say they can't, and you only can yeah. do what you believe that you can do. Yeah. And when someone tells you that you can't do that, you you take that on, and and you believe that that's who you are. 
You, it, there's a so, there's a ch- high likelihood that that could happen, and and you really got to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have a dream you, that you surround yourself by people who are going to support those dreams, because right. if you, you surround yourself with people who tell you that you can't do it, that it's just not possible. And that's kind of the feeling that, that I got from this is that yeah. you know healers are born, not made, and I'm not one. So, right. I did. all right, so I've had enough fire for a lifetime. Exactly. Enough fire for a lifetime. Well, it turns out that, you know, she's not the only one on the run. Yeah. They're, you know, the the gang of tribute or the great gang of careers as well as PETA. Yep. Uh, end up finding her and she's rushing. She's up a tree. She runs. Yep. She climbs runs up a tree. A tree. Uh, obviously, she knows she's safe up there because she's so much lighter than the yeah. other guys. And she's had experience. Well, and climbing. she keeps climbing higher. She, yeah. she keeps she's like go, starts she's out like, at 20 feet up in the she, air. She ends up at like 80 feet in the air. Oh, I didn't get to I, hear that. I think. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I, I know she's up tall enough in these bare, well, very tall trees like, that the limbs are so flimsy. Right. And she said, because there's something like she climbed up 20 feet and then she went up another 30 and then she, and so maybe I just made up that number in my own head, but right. she was quite a good ways up. Right. There, there was the no ground. chance there's that no they were going to get her. They weren't going to spear her. Yeah. You know, she, she was safe for the time. And, and of course I recognize immediately that, that PETA saves her again. Uh huh. You know, it's like, listen, you know, she's not going anywhere. She's not going anywhere. We'll deal with her in the morning. Yeah. And uh, but I love when she's like, um, she looks down at them and she's like, how's everything down there? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How's everything with you? That's funny because she is. She's, she's fighting for her life, but she's playing it up for the cameras. Too. She's continuing. To oh, play my it goodness. Up for the cam- she, she wants, wants more sponsors. Absolutely. And and I I enjoy that in her that that she's really this is part of her strategy. This mm-hmm. is, you know, this is how she's getting those sponsors. Right. And so Kata um, tries to climb up after her. And um, obviously he's too heavy. And um, and she's like, look, I, I'm 50 or 60 pounds lighter than even the smallest of them. Right. They ain't no way they're getting up here to get me. Right. No way. Yep. And of course he tumbles down with the yep. branch and is that and, a possum looking at me in that tree over there? Well, And that's the thing It's like, okay, she's like, okay, I'm settling down for the night. Yeah. I'm making my bed. You know, obviously they've given up for the night and they know that I'll be here in the morning and well, they're certainly right. And there's right. nothing I can do about it, but so, here we I'm go to get some sleep. And right before she goes to sleep, she sees, uh, you know, the eyes. eyes of an animal on the other tree across from her and she's like wait a second i recognize animal eyes and those aren't no and the i guess the light shines in just such a way that she can tell it's real it's real it's real how long has she been there <laughs> yeah and and not only that she but, extends her arm yeah and she's and points kinda, at something she points at something and then it's like okay now what did she point her right and this is the one of those places that drives stephanie crazy and she's like i gotta read i gotta go what was she Yep. Although uh, this is one where we, you know, Stephanie was allowed to go straight immediately straight into, into it. Straight into I didn't have to wait. Yeah. And of course, and if she did have to wait, there's very low likelihood that she would. But <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we, we learn about these, you know. I laugh at your attitude towards the whole thing. I, well, I just love being on the same page. I love I love making theories with you. Okay. I Because I, I, I got to thinking about this. All w- right. Why is it that I have? Because there have been several times that you've read ahead mm-hmm. and I get I get a really I, I only read I feel pouty inside and I'm like why do I feel pa- what's the big deal See, but I think that's your own problem but here but I, I've, I've uncovered I found out what it is it's mm-hmm. not just the fact that I I love the idea of 
coming up with what I think about speculating okay. with you. Because okay. when I think about all the times you and I had fun uh, talking about Lost together, you know, we we would have some speculation. And 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 the thing was is that you would speculate speculate right along with me and 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 you would sometimes add to the the theory and the speculation and and when we were wrong we were wrong together but when we were right we were right together or and and all of this other stuff but here when you're if you go two three four chapters ahead or if all of a sudden you know we're we're covering the last final you know part three of the hundred games and you're already almost done with a third book right i'm going to be speculating and you're just going to have to be silent like you right. were so many times during. It's like, you'll just have to wait and see. You'll just have. To, it's like, if he only knew how silly that sounded. Whereas I if it was right. I used to get direct messages from people all the time during Twilight. Being yeah. like, this has got to be killing you. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, so I love, I love being, I love having you at the level where I'm at because I feel like it's so much more fun. You just fun. love holding me back. That's not, I, I love speculating with you. I love the fact that the li- there are people right now that are listening to this that know exactly what's happening in the next chapter. Right. And when we talk about something, they're like, wow, how did they know that? Or, wow, they're totally off off right. the wall. Yeah. Whereas if, 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 uh, if, if we're off the wall, it's only going to be me. Because you weren't allowed to say anything because you already you're already in the know. In the know. You know All what right, I'm saying? I got it. So I, I got I it. I mean, if you're gonna read ahead, read ahead, but tell me the truth and let me know. Okay. But I I really hope that you don't. Because because okay. over the weekend you've really been, you know, it's like you need to read, you need to read. And I'm you need to read. I'm reading, but during the week I'm not gonna be able to keep up the same schedule. I know. And so I just wanted I just wanted to plead my case and tell you why I love it that you actually are holding yourself back and reading with me. If I could cry right now on demand, I would. I just need to take a moment and say, um, yeah, nothing. Let's what? go. No, what what huh? what do you mean? Take a moment and say what? And I was just gonna take a moment and say that this is really hard for me. It, it's it's hard for me. I understand and, it's hard for you. And w- let and me ask you right now: What chapter are you on? I what's the, fur- the fifth? What's the furthest chapter you've read? I will not. Hey, look, your mama is texting you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's it say? You got a text from your mama. Does it say what she said? I don't know. I'm looking. Where do I find it? Um, Have you already finished the first book? If all of these things don't Stephanie, start popping up, I can't find your mom's Stephanie, text. Have you already finished the first book? <laughs> Stephanie. What? Have you already finished the first book? Look, we're going to talk about chapter 14. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. Chapter 14. You See, it's already too late. See? I, and it, uh, yeah. That's that's no I problem. didn't say that I finished the book. This is more fun this way. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Tracker jacket. So so, so the, they're Rue not just pointing, bees. Right. Well, wasps. They're wasps. they're more like wasps yeah, okay. and But they're genetically altered just like the jabber jays. Because the the capital or is the creepy. Uh, no, the Jabber Jays. Jabber Jays. The right. Mocking, the mocking Jays, jays are, the... are because the Jabber Jays mated with the yes. Mockingbirds. Yes, right? that's right. Yes. Okay. So they are altered like the Jabber Jays right. were um, created in the lab. Creepy, nasty, stingy things. Right, exactly. And th- so they basically have been infected. They, they, they're, they're, 
poisonous tips or their um, stingers mm-hmm. uh, inject venom that that does horrible, nasty stuff. To Terrible you. hallucinations. How nasty it was to read the end of this chapter as I was getting ready to go to bed. Yeah. Yes. And so, uh, so yes, and, and not only, you know, not only do they have these poisonous things that make you hallucinate and do all kinds of crazy stuff to you, but if you get enough of them, some people will die almost instantly right? Uh, at, from being stung, even sometimes just once, but, you know, if multiple times, it's more likely. And not to mention the fact that they're programmed in such a way that the, that they actually lock onto uh, the the first person that they see that they believe is attacking has their attacked home, them. Right. their home, right? And so, so there was potential that the entire nest could have attacked Katniss. Yes, like that's what she was explaining. Correct. Right. Okay. Yes. Now there were because of the smoke, they were kind of sedated and stuff like that. And so she only got stung by the three that saw her. And I guess as with many of these kind of creatures, they only have one stinger. And so once, right. you know, once they've stung you, they stung you. That's done. But she got three. She did get stung by knee, three. In the in the cheek, and in the neck. Yeah. And and she says, <laughs> she's like, people weren't joking about this. Yeah. <laughs> people were not joking about these things. And the one on her knee, I guess they're supposed to swell up to like the size of a plum. Mm-hmm. But she said the one on her knee was actually the size of an orange. And so I'm think I'm like looking at my knee right now and thinking like what that would look like yeah. to have that sting well, on I there. guess we're going to so. find out when we see that movie, aren't we? Right. Yeah. Ew, yuck. All right. So, so anyway. So Tracker Jacket's right above her and she gets an idea mm-hmm. to, to send them down into her enemies, but it will be risking her life as well. Um, and she goes up and even though her hands are blistered from the burns begins to saw during the anthem. She only has a little bit of time, but in the anthem runs out, she's like, she didn't get through. She's going to have to wait until the morning, but she climbs down to find the best surprise I've ever had. Yes. And so basically Hamish, which now I shared with Stephanie last night, for some reason in my mind, Hamish is th- I have a mental image of uh, Hagrid from Harry Potter now. See, I don't. I'm thinking like tall, lanky, skinny legs. I know it makes no sense at all, like but for some reason. Nasty, greased back hair. It, you know, it's like slick and greasy when it's clean and it's slick and greasy when it's dirty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Um, mm, I, I don't. I don't see what you see when you see Hagrid. All right. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm looking keep, forward. I'm looking forward to the movie giving me a better image. Image, of, right? I keep um, checking IMDb to see if they've cast Hamage yet, and so far it's not because I, I want, I want to have like a body Im- build, an image, yeah, right. an image because I have one in my mind. But see, there's parts of me that I don't want to know until I'm finished because I, I really like it. I, I have in my own mind, you know, fr- Franck from. <laughs> True. True. uh, Father of the bride. But, um, so she got medicine. She got medicine for her burns and not any silly old kind of medicine from her own district. This is really cool stuff from the capital. Right. This thing can heal you pretty quickly. I mean, not instant healing, but certainly instant. The fire of the burn immediately. Right. I've had nasty burns before. Um, I've had second degree burn before and I, the, the, I've it had burned so bad. I've had third degree burns before and oh, it's out of this world. So, I mean, if you think if that, if that fireball slid straight yeah. across her she's cat, got she's burn. got third degree burn and yeah. yeah, nasty. So I love that she whispers an out loud thank you to Hamish. Yeah, absolutely. I really dig that. Yeah. And so she, you know, right before morning, 
She's getting ready right before to, she cuts it down. Yes, yeah, she's yeah. Gi- she gives a warning to Rue, and Rue is is jumping. From Dances tree to- in the trees. She's like she's jumping she, from tree to tree like a squirrel, and she and all of a sudden it's like now now that okay maybe now that's what she did out, in the yeah, arena, right. you know, in the training, you know, that's what she did. She just jumped around on all the stuff, and they right. I really like that. So she's leaping from tree to tree, and she gets away. Yeah, and then here's where we've already talked about yeah, you know the, the stung the three times, and um, the venom makes her dizzy. She runs in the opposite direction that um, the careers start heading towards the lake, to the lake, to the lake. And she runs in the opposite direction and sits down and starts to kind of let the the venom have her. And then she's like the bow. Oh, yeah. The bow. Glimmer had the bow. Yep. And so she goes back for the bow and the quiver of arrows. And um, the whole, from the time that her hallucination begins, Mm -hmm. like as she's pulling it, away from from glimmer i i start getting grossed out like yeah. from the time that it starts Her flesh is falling apart and all this other stuff yes i'm just like disgusting so um and i have to want you know she says that the that the stings on glimmer are starting to explode green ooze i'm like is that the hallucination or is that really happening and it doesn't really matter because it's what she's seeing so right. to her it feels real and and um, so she gets. Um, well, she tries to she, get the weapons, and she's having a hard time. She's having a hard time. Yeah. And and then all of a sudden, uh, the careers and Peta are coming back, and Peta is like saves her. Is again. like, what are you doing here? Why are you still here? Run, run, and run. not only that, but he turns around seemingly to defend her. And uh-huh. I assume he's got weapons, and of course I don't know. Well, didn't he have a knife, or he, he had, had, or a spear? He had a spear, didn't he? I guess so. She says that he broke through the broke through the the trees. You know, when he came out of the tree. Anyway, I anyway. think it was a spear, but yeah, he had some kind of weapon. Yep. And so they've come back for their weapons, or or, or both, or both, or for me, uh, either one. Yep. But uh, now she's on the run again, and Peta tells her to run. Uh, and then, of course, then there's the, the hallucination. hallucination. But I love when she like she crawls into the little hole and she's like, "I'm crawling into a hole with orange bubble wrap." Yeah. <laughs> and you, anyway, so I just parts of it were cool until the ants took over her eyes, and then I'm like, "Ooh, gross." Yeah. But she seemingly got some distance from them. Yeah. Or, it seems that she has some distance from them. But we don't know what's happened to Peta. No. If he made it out of that no. alive, or if he gave his life up. But I don't. Right. My own feeling is that now, of course, it sounds to me like Stephanie knows this. I don't know. I thought you said you've read. I didn't say I've done anything. <laughs> you are so mean to me. Why? Because you don't know if I'm telling you the truth or yes, lying to your face. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's not cool. Why not? It's just not. You'd be mad at me either way. I would not be mad at you if you have not read further. True. But you'd be mad at me if I was lying to you about not having read further or having read further. You're making my head hurt. Good. So maybe you'll drop it now. Anyway, the last <laughs> thing she thinks before before the ants take over her eyes is that Peta Mellark saved my life again. Will I ever stop owing the boy? Nope. He loves you. The boy with the bread. And the girl who literally was on fire. Exactly. My friends, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Hunger Games. 
fan podcast. <sighs> hey, we invite you to, of course, head over to gspncommunity.com if you want to have conversations with other people related to this totally awesome story. Andy Traub, by the way, read the entire book in like one day. I wish I was Andy Traub. <laughs> anyway, so I know that you guys are loving this story. We are loving it as well. And of course, uh, we want to invite you to... Oh, that's the thing. We're, we're officially in iTunes. Of course, by the time you're hearing this, we've been in iTunes for quite for, some time. Right. But uh, when we first launched the co- podcast, we were just told you to go to the site and subscribe there and stuff like that. Here's a couple things. Uh, if you want, we invite you to number one, go to iTunes, do a search for us in the iTunes store. Look for hung, just type in Hunger Games and we should pull up. Do us a favor. If you enjoy this podcast and only if you do, please leave us a, a, a five-star review. That really helps things out here at gspn.tv and helps our ratings and everything and gets us uh, featured and all that good stuff. Uh, the other thing is, is if you enjoy this, uh, go ahead and hit add a review and say whatever you feel about our podcast and, and stuff like that. So that helps us as well. And if you subscribe to this podcast before... We were in iTunes. Do us a favor. Go in and delete this podcast from your iTunes and then go into iTunes and click subscribe there. That helps us out quite a bit as well. So those are things that you could do. And of course, if you've already done all of that stuff or maybe you're just too busy to do all of those things, that's okay. Not a big deal. Just tell a friend about HungerGamesPodcast.com whenever you meet somebody that brings up the title of this awesome book and conversation anywhere. Anyway, folks, thank you again. We'll be back with more of our thoughts related to this totally awesome story in a very, very, very awesome next episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. Until next time, we want to encourage you to join Join the community community. and stay alive. That's you.